2: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show this morning. is Jace, and let's head down Corpus Christi Way. Let's check in with our good friend Captain Cliff Webb this morning. Cliff, good morning. How you doing, bud?
2: Oh, good, Mickey. Good, man. Just, What's uh, up? Oh, man, little little fishing, a little surfing, a little whining. That's about it. <laughs> it a little you know, whining.
1: Boy, there's a lot a of whining, whining going up. on right now. I it? know. I that.
2: Like, yeah, there's a lot of whining. Including guys, myself.
1: Cheese, yeah, a little
2: cheese with that wine. That's pretty good. But it's, uh, <laughs> we're the same thing here, Bubba. It's just hot. And uh, the difference between this year and last year is last year we had more water in our system, so our fish were, were pulling up on white sand and cooling off on the cool down at night, and that's not happening. So, air temperature's still in the 80s at night and the tide's low so that pattern's out the window so yeah i I fished this week and it's just it's really weird what i'm, I'm having to do to catch fish mickey uh you know in the morning normally i'm getting up in that sand and throwing top water and and um, little john's in real shallow water and catching those big trout and now there's no water It's just dry up there and uh so i'm fishing drop offs in the morning and uh, those fish are right up on the edge and i'm getting about an hour and a half of good fishing you know starting out with double d's and top waters then you end up a day, you know, cranking swim baits on the bottom. You know, that's kind of what our pattern is. You know, you get a little time bottom dredging. A little bottom dredging, that nine, ten foot of water. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's been tough. Uh, I had a trip Thursday, and you know, I had a guy want me to run his boat. And uh, it was a 23 Haney, a shallow boat. Man, I could get, I could go anywhere in that boat. And uh, they really just wanted to learn to bay, So I didn't fish a whole lot, and you know, I kind of showed them around the bay, and it was just amazing how much rock is sticking up that you oh. hardly ever see. And uh, you add that with the with all the barge traffic knocking down all the poles and the so you've got 10 or, 10, or 12, 10 or 12 miles of no pilings all knocked down. There's a lot of boat race. We I think we've had two or three people on jet skis. I think one guy got killed. We've had a lot of boats. Never never makes the media, but boy, there's always been a lot of boat accidents the last couple of weeks. Really? Oh, my God.
1: I hadn't heard yeah, had a word about it
2: i know it's just what i'm doing too two jet skis got pinned up between a couple of barges and one of them got hurt real bad that i think a jet skier got killed last week but none of us made our media but uh it's a lot of people going real fast and dangerous conditions down here i wish they would uh you know that's the thing about the jet skis too Mick. you know they, they rent these things out and these guys are not watermen they don't really know what's going on no. about the rules of the road uh, or you know there's there's a lot of stuff going on out here that uh I think they ought to give them like a little five minute course on, you know, who has a right away. And hey, man, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of boat traffic in the intercoastal. So I wish they would do a little more, a little better job of educating these, uh, these guys man. on these uh, jet skis. It's kind of scary.
1: Oh, I see that here. hear stuff. Yeah, it like yeah, is. It's,
2: it's just somebody's kids and stuff. Just, just ridiculous going out to have fun and getting hurt, you know. So I just wish they did a little something better job of teaching those guys that. But it's all good, Mickey. And, and even our bait fishermen are struggling right now. And I'm going to tell you something, too, what's going on is so a lot of these guys are awake fishing with bait buckets, and they're wading against the channels, and they're neck deep water with a blue hat on. Oh, you cannot see them, Mickey.
1: You can't see uh, them. I know. It's and, so and, dangerous. Oh,
2: man. And so I, I come home, uh, I guess. are a quail minutes, hat,
1: by, fire glow orange constant, or something.
2: man, something, yeah. or something. And the guy that had his boat parked a 1,000 yards away from his three fishermen, and these three fishermen were neck deep with all three of them had blue hat. One had a gray. And I come by there, and it looked like little crab marks. You couldn't even see their their head, you know. And the only thing Good. that stayed in them, they had a white bait. They had white bait buckets, and that's the only thing you could see. But you know, I wish as a professional guide that you would keep your boat a lot closer to your guys. Uh, go ahead and pull your boat up next to them and anchor, so at least the person is looking at your boat and can look around and see your people. But don't park sure. a thousand yards away and, and pile your people out in deep water. You're dangerous. You're you're, you're their life, you know. So. I wish that these guys get a little smart on that. I don't want anybody to get run over out here. But that's, uh, you know, it's just you watch well, this every year. people
1: that don't yeah. have any time on the water like we do, and uh, yes, sir. They're, uh, they're either looking at their electronics or gazing out somewhere else and yes, not sir. really paying attention on how to run a boat. And, you, man, yes, that, that's how accidents happen.
2: Well, you think a guy that's running down, you know, and he's got some guys on a drop off out there weight fishing, and all of a sudden he's looking down his phone or playing his stereo, not paying attention. All of a sudden, you're right on top of him. Yeah. If you got your stereo going, you cannot hear these people yell. You can't hear yeah. anybody yelling at you to turn off. So that's that's another issue. Is, uh, you no, know, I don't know where that
1: came from. All this music on the water stuff. Well, I if mean, this, if, that's you know, fine. I, you know, if they want, you but know. you know, the blaring and I mean, it's just such a distraction, especially when you're yeah, running Yeah, and, a and boat. You
2: know, that's just, it's a safety factor too, Mickey. You got that thing blowing that loud, and you know it's something. If you're run getting ready to run over somebody. They're just not going to hear you, you know. But anyway, that's just part of the new game. We it's going yeah, we're on, flying
1: but, out of here, balls to the wall, with Eddie Van yeah, Halen, sir. Waylon Van yeah, Halen, and yeah, we're going from point A to point B. Everybody, get <laughs> yeah, out of my sir. way. I'm yeah. coming. <laughs> get out of my way, buddy.
2: But when school starts, some of that'll slow down, and you know a lot of this, a lot of this stuff will go away. But. In our meantime, we just got extremely low tides and really hot water. Our water's running 86, 88 in some of these areas, yeah. and it's not down. Now, I ran into a huge school of redfish on Thursday. I mean, this school was several hundred big reds, and they were slot, too. They were like 25 to 28, maybe yeah, that's 30. Yeah, it's that
1: time of year for you guys down there, yeah. man, They're big and, and mega Mickey, schools of the reds. Touch,
2: they wouldn't touch nothing. I threw everything in that box. One guy threw a gulp at them, and he wouldn't hit it. I mean, Did y'all try just, the kitchen I mean, sink? we just about everything to bounce off their back. And we made two or three passes through this school of big reds. And they were, not. it's about 11 o'clock and they were hot. But still, those bottom feeders will usually eat something, but they did not eat nothing. You know, so something. It was about 12 o'clock and those guys are getting, they're getting hot. And he says, he said, uh, I don't think we're going to catch any more fish. I said, no. That's and when I'm you look
1: them. at your guys and go, see, I think the bite's over.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to go to the house, guys. Hey, I
1: got a question for you, a texter. Jimmy texted me and he said, please ask Cliff what he'd start with in the surf this morning and then what his next move would be. A hand grenade, no. (laughs) (laughs) Dynamite.
2: I, I surfed yesterday and the surf's about chest high, brown as it can be. Water's 83 degrees with an upwelling and there's no bait, hardly any in the surf. The only fish we're seeing in the surf right now is down south and they're catching them on a pink and silver mirror lure. That pink and silver and that's yeah. about the only thing you can see. It's been really hot this time of year. But normally I would start with a one knocker or a, I love that, uh, that top dog, that uh, the blue chrome with the silver side. That uh, Billy Saniford's favorite. That's usually really good.
4: Right. And then
2: I love the, uh, the XL, uh, not the double D, the Maradine XL, the big one. Mm-hmm. The big one this time of year, but man, our water's just horrible right now, Mickey. It's so much different. Yeah, than last you
1: mentioned it. I you know, uh, said the South Padre Allen surf laid down yesterday evening, but it's turbid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet but it is look, turbid.
2: So we have a window right outside of Packery. The swell's coming right to Packery. You go north of us, there's no swell. You go south of us, there's no swell. We've got a three to four foot swell at Packery. Uh, the waves huh. are you know chest to head high, just pumping every single day. And you go down the beach and nothing but absolutely fishing. You know, you see ten people on the jetties That's nothing. I mean, so you know it's tough.
1: Yeah, you so, know it's not any good when you don't see fishermen. Yeah, it's it's tough.
2: It's going to get better. Things are going to switch around. and just a little bit of a low or something in the Gulf to push things around, and we just need a little bit of water back in our Laguna Madre. We're dry. I mean, it is tough down there.
1: Y'all pulling okay. southwest winds like we are up here. Yes, sir oh yeah. yeah well that'll do Strong it southwest. you know our tides Strong our southwest. tides have been crappy too
2: yeah and then you know southwest is Bath and bay it just blows right down and just i'm trying to show this guy i'm running the shoreline showing him how to run we can't see nothing i said trust me there's a bunch of rocks squad over here to the left and you can't see them. they're not on gps he goes real have to look they're not on the gps but you trust me you can't run through there you know we market for him you know but yeah. uh, normally when I run through there, I can point to them, and they'll see the dark shadows. Oh, man, I can't believe those rocks are on the GPS. I said, no, they're not on the GPS. You yeah, can't run over either.
1: there and punch in skull and yeah. crossbones on it. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. And that's and what I do with people. I don't charge much, and we can end by noon, and I run their boat, and I run them on safe tracks in and out of that bay where they can just punch in and get in and out of there real safe. And it's it's going to save them a lower unit because there's a lot of stuff down here that's not marked. Could save too. a lot, of structure. Too. A lot of structure. Mickey, these guys pull these cabins up. They don't pull the steel pole up. The steel pole is still
1: there. Oh, that's not good.
2: That's no, sir, not good. it's not. No.
1: Let me knock this break out, Cliff. Hang on. I'll be right back at oh, you. Buddy. It. All right. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. Quick break. Right back.
0: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Sports Radio 610 presents The outdoors.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 619 here in the Bayou City. All right, Cliff, we're back, bud.
2: All right, man. Yeah, I guess I sent you that petition. I'm, I'm sure you signed that petition about our changes our our Yeah, on our I room.
1: did, and uh, I shared it uh, on Facebook with all my clan. Okay. That's and, what I'm uh, doing, too, and it's a great getting thing. Getting a big I'm response so out of it. So am I, you know, and it's, uh, if you read some of the
2: things that, that some of these anglers said, it makes so much sense, you know, about why would you want to take our breed stock out of here? You know, well, you wouldn't do it to Lake Fork. You wouldn't take all those big fat bass out of Lake Fork. Why you wouldn't take all of our no. big trout out? So True. it just makes sense to, to leave the broodstock stock here. This is a great big trout area, and there's no sense in killing these big trout. I just don't get it, you know i
1: oh, know but
2: anyway and, and the people here don't want it too, mickey that's that's the deal you know people are so happy with this three even the croaker guys are so happy with this three fish you know they just love it and uh, so the anglers and, and being able to catch these bigger fish and, and letting them goes is is not a problem with anybody and uh just think about how many you know if you're going to eat a fish eat it under 20 inches just think how much better they are than a 27 than a inch trout they're not that good so
1: that's exactly it right. I mean, this makes sense. I, can't I hope they out I hope it enough, works, buddy. You know,
2: I hope it works, buddy. But anyhow, I will get off my soapbox on that. But it's all good. But I'm excited to see that. And also, I was going to tell you that uh, I didn't know that you got your stuff from from Bass Assassin. Did you get those new uh, P and V's? Those little uh, baits that, that Robin sent you?
1: No, they don't send me any baits anymore. I guess they, I he a... sent
2: them to you. He sent them to you. He, he told me. He said, I sent him to Mickey making. I sent them the plug. And I sent them to Charlie, and I said, "Good, I, should. I just got mine yesterday, so they may have just sent them, but he definitely sent them to you." It's a they're made, They they've knocked off the little the uh, the little John Bass Assassins has made a, a bait like a little John called a and really? B. Yes, and uh, I actually fished them the other day, and they're they're scented. They're scented like a you know they have a good scent to them. They're working oh, pretty cool. good, a lot of good colors. Well, I keep got a looking,
1: you know. I hadn't had a package he, yet, so hopefully they're I'll coming.
2: Get them. I, he told me he told me they're coming, so I you know.
1: Yeah, I want to get so some of those it. Uh, shrimp-colored baits that James has been doing good on too.
2: That that new uh the Laguna
1: shrimp. Laguna shrimp,
2: yeah. Oh my God, it's awesome! I've been throwing that thing for two years, and I kind of helped make that color. And boy, and it's so funny because now I catch a fish right now, Mickey, like on Thursday, and you you. You lower rod, you flip him up and grab him. You know, it's mostly a tweaker. You know, it's probably an 18, 14, 15-inch fish. Tweaker. And I grab him. Yeah, just tweak. That's why I'm getting a lot of tweakers right now. And I flip him up, and I grab him, just puke shrimp all over my shirt. You know, just, you just smell so bad. But that's just, I mean, they're just full of those things. In the morning and daylight, they're like little footballs full of those shrimp. There's so many shrimp in our system. And chat, you know, pogies and stuff, it's just uh, it is amazing how much bait we've got.
1: Yeah, I it's got a text. Awesome. uh a listener wants wants me and you to talk about uh, you know age classes of these fish, and it's uh, it's not rocket science. You know, like a one year old fish, a uh, you know a female is about twelve and a half inches long. You know, yes, and sir. T- they you know they grow faster at the beginning of their life than they do once they get a little older. They slow their growth rate down, but. You know, like a one-year-old's what, twelve and a half, thirteen inches. A two-year-old's fifteen inches. A Three-year-olds eighteen. A four-year-old's twenty-one. And then
2: that's it. And the four-year-olds, what we're you know, once they get four and a half years old, leave them alone. <laughs> you
1: know? Well, see, you know, I mean, remember back in the day they, when me and James were always talking about like a middle slot on trout. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we had something like that, because that, you know, as far as spawn rates go, those are the ones that uh, that. Those are your Provide fonders. our, you know, our biomass, or yes, the, uh, you know, those those middle middle aged fish, you know, the four or five and six year olds. That's the ones that really do yes, the sir. best production. And, yeah, because uh,
2: if you're a small trout, you're being chased by predators constantly. You're probably not going to make it. You know, a lot of a lot of small trout are eaten by predators. You think about that. And once you get to that twenty three, twenty four, you're not you're not getting eaten by the dolphin and the stuff, the birds and stuff as much. And you know, if you, make it, if you make it past the fishermen, then you got that good um, breed stock that the finish, finish off our bait. As a fisherman, as a fisherman. Yeah, your two, about
1: three, four, and five-year-old fish are your biggest producers and of the spawns. And, and then the ones under
2: are great to eat. And also, you think about the big fish. So you take a fish that's 29, 30 inches long. Most of his eggs are sterile because the bloodline around the sacks of eggs get stretched so thin because the egg sacks are so big and he's so old. A lot of those eggs right. are sterile. So he's not yeah. a producer like the other ones. It's and like so he's they not absorb
1: pre- their eggs.
2: That's it. And and so, you know, if 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 they have a, a tag to say, hey, man, if you catch a trout, one trout a year that you want to keep, and you catch that 32-inch trout, and you want to do a skin or you know, and if you kill her something, you can keep it, that's okay. But why in the world would you want to keep a bunch of fish over twenty five inches of lamb? I just uh and we all did it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've done it a hundred. I mean, we've time. all
1: done it, but look at the taste. Yes, but look at the I times. Because I like eating right fish, and if I'm going to eat yes. fish, I want you know one and two year old fish to eat. Yes, they don't. Sir. They hadn't had that long life of feeding on all different kind of contaminated yes, bait sir. fish or anything yes, else, yes. and they're too strong tasting them big old nasty mm-hmm. trout. And uh, yes, yes. the the little ones are the ones to eat. You know that. uh this, this was an interesting uh, stat that they put out on this petition. Uh, the age class of our fish and the percent of the population we have on them, is age zero to one, 39.28% of the yes. fish coast-wide are that young. And then mm-hmm. one-year-olds, 27%. Two-year-olds, 17%. 3 eight. Four-year-olds, 4%. I mean, and it just goes down like a nine-year-old fish. There's like... three hundredths of a percent of those fish swimming around so yeah that they got
2: to make it through a lot of stuff to get that age it have to make it through a lot and
1: that's what's happening we've taken so many of the small ones as they're growing up that they're a lot of them aren't getting through the system to grow into bigger bigger numbers of big fish like we had in the past i remember you know
2: things have changed here too Mickey. think about this so now we didn't have Nature's predators, like we do. We have a lot more dolphins in our system eating a lot more fish. And the reason you made a good point the other day, you and Plug, about not following the shrimp boats. So now every croaker boat has 10 or 15 dolphins circling that croaker boat. Every fish they throw back that's undersized, oversized, is eaten. And so they're not just keeping those three fish out of that boat, they've actually killed 30 or 40 fish every time they sit down partial wildlife I don't think is thinking of that you know I see it and I see when I'm working my trolling motor down a drop off all of a sudden the porpoises show up dolphins show up next to me they're eating everything I throw back if yeah, I don't fire my they're boat they're following up and move, you
1: because you're a food source me. for them
2: and so if I don't move up if I don't I'm not smart to fire the boat up and move a couple of miles and get away from them they're going to kill everything I catch why you know, I'm not with them in the ice chest. So that's another thing that's not taken into consideration in our system is our natural predators are more. There's more natural predators than ever before. Well, I've we're seeing
1: more, especially dolphin. up here. We, we never had a shark problem while we were wade fishing like we do right. now because we sure. had two and three and 400 shrimp boats out in deep open water dragging, and all the sharks the and, the, and the por- the dolphins and everything, they stayed on those boats. That was their food mm-hmm. source. Now they're having to come to the flats and hunt, and, boy, they find us. They, they found a bird nest on the ground because we're throwing small fish back, and they're, just, they're gorging on them. Yes, sir,
2: and that's another excuse to leave this limit at three. If we can just leave it at three, you know, you raise it to five, you're almost doubling the, the takeout here. You think about that. It's not quite doubling, but you're adding a lot, of less, a lot more dead fish. You come to the cleaning table at 37, and it takes you two or three hours if you have a basket of fish to get them clean because there's 15 baskets of trout in front of you. Yeah, you know, so that just goes to show you if if a parcel and of would come and add up the poundage of that in in the thirty days, see how many pounds come out of one marina, you know, it's and then you add the, the natural, yeah, and you add the natural stuff with the porpoises stuff. Why not keep it at three? Because we're definitely increasing on numbers of people, you know. So, you know, the, we're not the crop situation is the same, but the amount of people they're taking them out are different, and so we need to adjust our limits. So hopefully, people will get on the bandwagon and sign this petition to keep it at three because. It made a big difference down here, Mickey. It did. It made a big difference for
1: us. You know, uh, it's, I've been watching patiently, and I don't, it, know, uh, I, I don't know why they didn't do it up here. I guess they figured Galveston was lucrative enough, but uh, they're not taking into consideration all the problems we have with our fishery up here, as far as you know, yeah. habitat and environmental fallout and all that. See, so you guys down there, y'all don't have all the development like we do here. This is crazy. That's right. And they're not closing passes like they
2: did on you. They're opening stuff up. They're helping out. Yeah.
1: You know, Patrick, yeah, I want I to hear all Patrick. the people that were behind closing rollover call in now and say, man, East Bay's ten times better than it was before they yeah. closed the pass. I'm waiting for that one call somebody to prove to me <laughs> that, that the back East Bay is better now than it ever was. I want to hear that. Hey, you're
2: probably not going to get that call, Mickey. You're probably not going to get that I, call. I don't
1: think so. I mean, we all knew it ahead of time. I mean, yes, we're, we're closing them up up here, and y'all are opening them up down there. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, yes, that's true, buddy. It's true, man, but uh... – Anyway, it's uh, things are going to look better. But I'm hoping for something, like the blog says, in a couple of weeks to get this high off us and get a little oh, bit of something man. going on in the golf to, we to change something. this pattern we I'm
1: telling you, but man. I'm just it's, just it's hang out at the
2: beach. and Yeah, just hang out at the beach and get on the umbrella and do a little surfing and forget about fishing for a little while because it's, it's, i told people right now man look if you don't if you like redfish come on but trout fishing i got about an hour and a half in the morning of some decent trout fishing the rest of the time i'm struggling you know?
1: right it's the, truth, it's the truth you know i just tell them the way it is yeah you're in that jimmy buffett pattern right now <laughs> 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 cheeseburger paradise now. baby <laughs>
2: that's it dude that's not what i'm gonna do today dude. that's it boy howdy man.
1: That, I just see
2: uh, that picture I sent of that deer. That deer I sent to you. I
1: was just man, you read my mail. I was fixing to bring that up. What a what a heart stopper that, that would be to walk out in front of you. Would that would that, that make you start squirming in your chair at a deer stand? Hey, that guy's got eighty five hundred acres.
2: It's low fence. He's never seen that deer in person. He only gets it on camera. That's the smartest deer on the planet. He says, he says that deer knows he hears the key unlock the gate.
1: <laughs> man, how wide is that deer?
2: I don't know. It's got to be close to thirty. It's amazing. It's, it's but uh, it's it's a two hundred and twenty class sixteen pointer. Yeah. that's amazing. Typical sixteen. That just blows my mind. Oh my mind.
1: Oh, and God. and the brow tines on it are just they're showstoppers. And the G threes. Yeah, I mean, they look like samurai swords.
2: Yeah, there's only three guys on eighty five hundred acres of family deal. They've been hunting that's that deer for years. That's why you got
1: deer like that. There you go. Yes, sir. There it and, is, uh, buddy. I mean, a, you know, problem. growing a trout fishery is just like growing a deer, you know, yes, a deer herd. Same thing. It, all it takes is yep. a little conservation and a and, uh, little bit of willpower, and you can do it. We've and just, everybody
2: get on the same page. Those yeah. hunters are on the same page. You know, they're not shooting young deer. Let's not kill young trout. Let's let's kill the young ones and let the big ones go and grow up. It's the opposite thing here, you know. So we want our big ones. We want the top end to stay, and we want to kill out the, the 20 and under. You know, those are the
1: ones you want to eat.
2: If you're going to eat them, eat them under 20 inches. They're great.
1: See, when you look at a deer like that, that's like looking at a double-digit speckle trout. I mean, that's yes, the. That's That's exactly what it is. And comparison. Mickey we will
2: have double-digit trout. If they'll leave this limit alone one more year, this winter, they're going to be some double-digit trout caught. Now, the following year, if they don't go back, I don't think we will. This is our window right here. This winter's going to be smoking hot. It's going to be good, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they change the limit back to five, I don't know what's going to happen the following winter. But just think if they would leave it at three, two or three winters from now, oh, my God, we'd have some pigs down here again.
0: Oh,
1: I mean, even if you wanted to keep it at five, just, uh, just put a slot in there, you know, from 15 yeah. to 20 inches. And then anything oh, below be awesome. or above that, just, hey, turn it loose.
2: Or have a tag. Have one tag on your license. Well, yeah, like a red have fish.
1: you a tag. I mean, like we had the redfish, you know, have the redfish tag deal, you know. Yeah. Anyway,
2: well, I hope it all works out. But anyway, we'll we'll just have to deal with what we got, buddy.
1: Like we, I always mean, do. because you know, all over the country, people come to Texas because of the you know, trophy trout. We've, always, trout. Been trophy trout we've yes. always been a
2: trophy trout based system. We've always been a trophy trout based system, and that's that's kind of what we've been known for. We don't want to be just another. You no, know, Galveston
1: used to be. I'm, I mean, hey, oh, wait, I can oh, yeah, oh my you god, how many giant trout I've caught in this bay over the years? That just it was so man. lucrative, and it's just it's turned into a runt pond.
2: Oh, I remember back in the day when the I'm not saying there's not any big
1: trout out there. I oh, mean, yeah, I know. yeah that point oh three percent. Yeah, maybe, maybe if we're lucky. But uh, oh, I remember the Chronicle pictures unicorn. of you guys, Ricky. Oh my God, those Chronicle pictures of Doug and Doug that would
2: show those those giant trout. You guys were catching unbelievable. Y'all catch some, yes. Y'all were catching some
1: monsters. Oh I man. Mean, it uh you know, in all the years I had Trout Masters, we kept all those extensive records on average size of fish for the entire coast everywhere we fished, and Galveston yeah. Bay always led by a smooth pound on average size. Wow. Always. Man. And so Lake was that a close second, then you were third mm-hmm. down your way. and uh, But, you know, it just depended on the time of the year. The fish weights, when we fished, Baffin weren't as you know, like in the spring when you got fatter, healthier, you know, uh-huh. thicker fish. and uh, But it it all balanced out. I mean, back then, I mean, there was three spots, Baffin, Sabine, and Galveston. That You know, if you wanted, wanted to catch a bunch of quality big fish, that was the place to do it.
2: Yeah, it's nothing like stepping out of the boat and sticking four-pounders and up like we did this spring. I had some days we caught dozens of fish over four pounds, five, sure. six-pounders in the spring. It was incredible. That's, and that's the way it used to be
1: here. I, you know? That's what I want to see here again. I mean, hey, if you can only catch so many, why not just, uh, hey, might as well catch big ones.
2: Hey, if you come across this petition, people, sign it, please, because yes. we would love to keep our limit of three here because it, it'll it make a difference from all you guys listening to. You come down here, you're going to catch more fish. Sure it will. You know, that's it. it. That'll help us all.
1: All right, Cliff. Well, hey, it's always fun talking to you, man. If somebody wants to come down and fish with you, give them a number, my friend.
2: All right. thank came in code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey.
1: Hey, it's always a pleasure. You take care, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. See you. Right. All right. It's Captain Cliff Webb and Corpus. Well, I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years, and that's the Miralure Little John. What it is, it's a three-and-three-quarter-inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head, whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat, and the Little John, well, it's lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the Little John's injected with a secret fish-catching scent. It has a darting action the way you work it. It makes it irresistible to game fish. And the Little John, it's so tough and durable, one day bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait. And the Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, And all it does is produce results day in and day out. That's the Mirror Lure Little John. You can look for them wherever Tackle is sold. And remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Mirror Lure. Go to MirrorLure.com.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio Six Ten presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Got a little growl in my tongue.
1: Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio Six Ten Outdoor Show. All right, it's six forty here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston now at Penmore Campground and Marina. Let's check in with our good friend Harry Detan. Harry, what's going on, man?
5: Uh, hot weather, Mickey. Just hot weather.
1: I know it. It's quite warm.
5: It's quite warm. Yeah, quite warm. yeah just another about, normal
1: year for Texas Texas uh, residents. I mean, it's
5: that is, I guarantee you. I think it's we've about, been waiting on a cool know,
1: summer for uh, my better part uh, of seventy years. <laughs> it hadn't happened yeah.
5: yet. And <laughs> it, uh, it ain't gonna happen either. It just goes with the territory. But you know, we're probably about i don't know 78 79 right now up here you know not a not a breath of wind we might have a i don't know three four mile an hour wind that's about it and, right you know, we're just kind of gray and overcast a uh, little bit of a kind of like a fog you might say laying out over the lake so and it's uh you know it's going to be another nice hot hot morning uh you know the lake's in, in really good shape uh it's clearing up really good it's getting nice there's not a lot of water coming down out of the dallas area i mean it gets like i don't eight nine hundred cubic feet a second coming out of the dallas area you might say that's right that's really not much at all that's a trickle and uh so you know we've got uh, i don't know i think the release uh probably uh i, I don't know exactly what it is it's uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's uh, eighteen hundred uh, cubic feet a second, and that's that's pretty pretty minimal. And you know, that's
1: a mere trickle, my friend.
5: We've uh, actually, Mickey. We we've dropped six inches of uh, water out of this lake over the last week. Really? And, uh, we're about, yeah, we're about six inches low on the lake, and I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think we are slightly above normal pool a week ago, and I could be wrong about that, too. You know, I sure could, but but it's it's dropped down just a little bit, and, of course, you know, these old hot days, uh, things evaporate pretty quick. But I think, if I remember, right, like, last week, I think they was releasing, like, I don't know, uh, 2,300 cubic feet, you know, and they've slowed that down a little bit, so maybe it'll kind of balance out, but... Uh, Things been going along pretty good. Uh, the whites are still they're still running really good. They're they're not quite as they're not quite as easy as they was uh, two weeks ago. Uh, but we're still seeing a lot of a lot of nice fish come in. It's you know it kind of gets a little bit hotter, and of course the white bass they like that hot, they like that hot weather. But you know oh it, it just goes. Maybe the shad splitting up just a little bit. You know, when the shad split up, you get the white bass fishing gets a little bit a little bit tougher to do. So, but yeah. uh, as far as catching fish, yeah, we're they're still catching some nice, there's nice fishes. But it's just not like shooting fish in a basket. You know what I mean? But uh, the fishing's still good. Uh, uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, this this week right here, I've seen some pretty good black bass come in. Uh,
1: Is that right? Uh, this, Probably because that water is a little cleaner. There's not much flow through it, and it's uh, kind of getting it is, right for, I think for it, bass. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I was standing on my uh, fueling platform yesterday, and, and I looked down. You know and I could see the whole of the boat down in the water. I mean, it, it was it was really clear. Right. But we had we hadn't had any wind, and, and uh, uh, you know, there's not a lot of water coming in the lake, and everything's settling off real nice. And, it doesn't look like we're going to have any rain, Mickey. So if we don't have no, any rain, not. this time next week we will have a nice. Uh, Livingston will be nice and clear, but you know, for Livingston, Livingston never is really clear. But it'll be it'll be really pretty nice. But uh, we could use some rain, you know, up here. Uh, all the grass is starting to get a brown brown tinge to it. Uh, we we wasn't always there yesterday and, and uh and the tops was green and when you when you cut it, you know, it's just brown underneath it so it and you know, we start to get some cracking in the ground and everything else. So it uh it's just that time of the year. You know, it's a time of the year, you know, uh, a lot of years ago uh uh and we didn't think a thing about it, but that was before they came up with that uh, Wallaceville project that always in uh, uh july and august you know they'd release more water for the the rice farmers and uh we'd see it a lot of years we'd go you know a foot 18 inches below below normal pool in in uh uh the last of july uh august and uh that's just the way it was but now uh you know the lake stays real close to normal pool the only reason that we're a little bit low now we just you know we quit having the rain and uh you know, I'll tell you one funny thing that, that I come across this week. You know, uh, you know we come uh, from out of the panhandle uh, when we first came down here. We was in a little old town. We was two miles from the, two miles from the Oklahoma line right in the very top of the panel. It was right up around the town we lived in, Booker, Texas. And uh, there was Perrington, Texas. But I talked to some friends up there this week, and, you know, they have the highway shut down in between. Booker and Parrington, which is 15 miles between the little old towns, they had two uh, two and a half foot of water on the highway. But, goodness! Uh, but out there, you know, that land—it all looks flat. It's all looks flat, but they got what they call these old uh, ply lakes, and they're just kind of depressions, you know, and and uh, uh, they're pretty good size. But they've had so much rain up yonder. Know, the ground's evidently gotten saturated and old fly lakes is is, is uh, loaded up with water and and uh uh good land they've got they've got standing water on top of the highway and uh, i you know i i was amazed there you know we lived up in there a long time and I never seen it. uh at that time they was the government was trying to make those fly lakes uh they wanted the farmers to not farm the fly lakes, and they was calling that a wetlands. But all the years I lived, I never seen them, seen them with a teaspoon full of water in any of them. You couldn't even right. tell they were there unless you knew what you was looking at. They just, you know, they just kind of, they didn't drop off like a, a lake does down here. They just kind of made a slow depression, and and actually when they was full, they probably didn't have, a, I don't know, a foot and a half of water in them. Yeah, They didn't, they wasn't, but. But <laughs> anyway, but now they got them, they got them overflowing, and I did just keeps a raining up yonder. So, you know the, the panhandle, if they get through it, you know I mean it'll be, they may even be growing pine trees down there next week. I don't know.
4: Well,
1: it's <laughs> just you know, and, and all these climatologists or whatever they call themselves, you know, all the fanatics over this climate change mess. I mean, this planet's been doing these changes like. The pattern we're in right now, all the high pressures down this way, so it's letting yep. Pacific moisture flow above us, uh-huh, you know, that's here in right. the middle of the state and up. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, look at Chicago and, you know, up around Illinois. Yeah. Look at all, those, all the floods they're having up there. I mean, that's I, I the know reason. It. I know. And you let that high pressure move up their way, and then we'll get it all down here on the coast. I mean, it, it's been the same as long as I've been around. I've been around uh, a while. It, I've been watching this all my life. It's just way weather I, is.
5: I know it. Hey, but me, you know, in a way, I kind of like that high pressure sitting on top of it. It kind of steers them hurricanes away from us a little bit.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it's they it uh, it could stay here. It it just got us in a rut weather pattern, you know, with a southwest yeah. hot wind and you know, that's fishing, bad along the coast. Well,
5: it it does. You know, normally when but you it's got saving high pressure, fish.
1: You
5: know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, normally with high pressure, you know, fishing or drop off. But let me tell you that this fishing up here at Livingston, it has dropped off a little bit, but it's still way above average. It's, yeah. it's still good. You know I mean? And, but I got a caller uh,
1: texted me, and, or a listener texted me, and uh, he wanted me to ask you what is the best way to control the spiders around your boathouse up there? Uh, it's called Demon. Well Demon. you can spend a lot of money and get a like a spider be gone.
3: Right and
5: and and but they put chemical in it, they've got a barrel and a pump and then they put nozzles all the way around your, your My
1: boat Dad house. had that done to his house up there because it, the spiders were so bad. It, you know, up there in Alaska where he lived and uh, he had one of those systems in his garage. Yeah. The barrel and they run the, the tubing around the eaves of the house and it sprays it morning does. and evening
5: yeah they'll they'll set them to come on you know they try to get it where a lot of times like it's uh, late at night where there isn't any wind because that mist that comes out of them there it's real fine it floats almost like yeah a fog you know what i mean and they'll come on and re- they'll run like maybe a minute and then they'll shut off and then they'll uh, you know they may have them come on two three times a night and and they try to do it when they're Probably not any wind where it'll drift and it'll, it'll kill the spiders, but I and can. What's tell that you, called?
1: You, Spider be gone.
5: Spider be gone. Yes, they work you. really really good. Uh, but you know, Mickey, uh, you can go down and buy you a twenty dollar pump up sprayer, and they make a product. It's called uh, uh, Viper, and yeah. uh, my, Viper is kind of is is a cousin of Demon except viper is clear it doesn't put out the white residue spots right and you can get, get that viper and you can mix it up and put it in a pump up sprayer and you can walk around and you can spray your dock we spray our docks with with that up here and you know it lasts really pretty good for uh, i don't know a couple of months
1: yeah puts and a good all, barrier down
5: it then it sure does you can get it out on Amazon. It's about like a pint bottle is about like 40 bucks or something like that. Right. But, uh, but you mix it up. I, we, uh, I think exactly what we put. I think we put like one ounce to a gallon or something like that and and just put it in a pump-up sprayer. and, and just, You don't have to spray everything down. You just spray where spiders hide. You know, a spider, it likes to be getting a Nook crack or something like that. Yep, that's right. Just spray those spots. And, and you, you could just dust everything a little bit, but just concentrate on the cracks where they hide, and uh, you will. You'll get them all. You sure will. That's good stuff. I, and I, I tell you what, if you got fire ants in your yard, you can, you can take that same thing, and you can spray over that fire ant mound and around in the grass in it and take a stick and poke a hole down yonder and blow a little down in there and I guarantee you, you come back i don't know a half hour later you got dead fire ants everywhere i mean they're gone well, you know
1: i went through a bad stage this year with the uh raspberry ants you know the ones they call cra- crazy ants uh
5: huh uh-huh. they
1: eliminate all your fire ants but buddy they take over everything i mean they did it was it they got do. so bad that i could walk out in my yard and they were crawling all over my feet and up my legs uh-huh. they don't bite but uh, yeah. they anything uh-huh. electrical, they're all into it. They'll mess, uh-huh. mess your well up. I mean, anything. Yep. And, you know uh, what's
5: good?
1: I finally, right. uh, the, my exterminator finally got out, I don't know, what was that, on the 13th and sprayed, and I hadn't seen one ant since. I mean, yeah. it was expensive, but I had to get rid of it. It was bad. I had to get rid of yeah. It was, no and... You know, with these container ships coming in from South America, that's how they're getting here, and they're just yeah. overwhelming all of our area. And uh, he had like seven more houses due after mine. It's gotten so bad out my way with those yeah. crazy ants, pretty bad.
5: You know, you know just an, e- an easy fix, uh, Mickey, you, you know, like your sprinkler system, your uh, timer yeah. boxes,
1: uh-huh.
5: and your breaker boxes around the house. You know you know how those ants, the fire, fire ants get up in it and they eat your wiring up? You just just go down to Walgreens and buy you a, a bag of mothballs and yeah. just cut the bottom out of a little plastic cup and set a, a little old cup of that right up in that breaker box. You will not have any fire I'll be. In and I've got a I've got a, a little old a drop box right at the front of the door here that people put their boat launch money and stuff in or whatever. And, you know, in the... Earlier part of the year, we have these little old birds. They like to fly in there and make a nest in there. Yeah. And I'll just put a cup of that in there. The birds don't, they just don't come back. Those Nothing moth likes mothballs.
1: Moth uh-uh, <laughs> My grandma around, uh-huh. was a big, big fan of mothballs. Every closet had them. I mean, you know, you Every know how it was. Did.
5: Yeah. They kept all the bugs out. Yeah, they uh, did. Mothballs and uh, uh, another thing that uh, horse apples. You know what? You ever see a yeah, horse apple?
1: Yeah, off a boat arc tree.
5: Yeah, that's exactly right. And and they, they're they supposed to determine bug stuff. All right, Harry.
1: Papers. I done run out of time here, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming up to Pinwall, and bending your ear, how do they get a hold of you, bud? Uh, just call us at
5: 936 967 4752. Mickey, have a great day.
1: You too, Harry. Good, good talking me. to you. You take care, my All friend. Right. See you I now. Bye bye. All right. All right, that's Harry D. Tan up at Penwall Campground and Marina. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early. Sports Radio 610 KILT, Houston.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details.
4: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.